All right, Reese, tell them welcome to... It's okay, sweetheart. Welcome to the It's Okay, Sweetheart podcast with Eva and Kenzie. <laughs> can I say my own name? Okay, ready. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the It's Okay, Sweetheart podcast with Kenzie and Eva. You and she just get. takes over the whole <laughs> intro. Okay, cool. Okay, ready? Welcome. Why can't we just say it together? Okay, ready? Welcome, welcome to the It's Okay, Sweetheart podcast with Kenzie and Eva. Your sister's here to tell you. It's okay, okay sweetheart. sweetheart. You're going to make it. It's going to be okay, sweetie. You're doing good, sweetie. That's off the Kardashians, if you don't know. Oh, you're doing good, sweetie. It's okay, sweetheart. Um, okay. We already recorded this podcast one time, so this is take two. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh. That was... We're also learning how to use the board. <laughs> <laughs> okay, funny joke, not... <laughs> she thinks i don't know how to use it i don't want to use it um okay so today we are i guess this is the start of the it's okay sweetheart podcast um i was doing this before but by myself and it wasn't really like a thought out podcast so i really wanted to do it with eva my sister and actually like think it out and do real episodes and have them come out every wednesday so that's wow, what we're here I to do. I did not know that. <laughs> Announcement, Eva. You're going to have to stay consistent on this, okay? Okay, okay sweetie. Okay. We're going to be doing this okay. more often. Okay. Um, and so, yeah. So me and Eva are going to be doing this every Wednesday. We'll have a new episode. And I think this first episode, we just want to start by like introducing ourselves and kind of give you a little background on our childhood and I just what makes us us, basically. And yeah, I think to start out though, the best thing would be why we are even calling it this. So Eva, do you want to take over? Yes. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> the look in her eyes, nothing there. <laughs> no, I, lights are on. No one's in the house. <laughs> the lights are not on. I wish they were on. Um, no, so basically growing up all throughout life with Kenzie, we had lots of problems, <laughs> lots of things not going our way. Life was not taking us in the directions we wanted to go. Let's just say and our home life was a little bit like up and down. Everything was just like a little bit crazy. Yeah, a little bit of a disaster. And so we would just look at each other and we'd be like, oh, sweetheart, it's okay, sweetheart it's okay we just like to call each other sweetheart a lot and it made us like it made situations lighter and funny and it's funny because me and kids will not touch each other we will not hug each other we will not like we're just not like that mm, yeah so. no we just so we would rather just say oh sweetheart are you doing okay like pat her on the head and then push her away. That's really what <laughs> Kenzie gives birth. I pat her on the shoulder. <laughs> which, is, which I've actually heard that the people that you're closest to, you don't like to like hug and like your very best friends and stuff. You're like, okay, that's just weird. We don't really do that. So anyways, that's where it comes from. We would just use that term to just kind of make light of our kind of crazy childhood to make it funnier. 
And I also think that that saying gets thrown around a lot just in general by like older people to younger people, which is, I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? Like grandmas, you know, like if something's going on, they're like, oh, sweetheart, it's going to be okay. And you're like, but it's not, you know? So we were kind of making fun of that because, you know, things weren't going to be okay. And we're like, it's okay, sweetheart. Um, Wow cutting out half of that that was a very long like i know you kind of get rolling <laughs> i know i don't know when i should just <laughs> cut it <laughs> okay anyways, she's a talker i like to talk that's why i wanted to do a podcast and so anyways that's why we call it it's okay sweetheart so we're here to tell you like with anything that's going on it's okay sweetheart it's gonna be fine and so let's start with childhood I am the older sister by four years, so I'm 28 right now. Eva's birthday's coming right up. Yep, I'm 23, almost 24. That's so weird. I know. Okay, we grew up in the Kaysville house in Utah. In Utah. Eva, I don't want to speak for her. I don't know if she remembers that much about it, but it was like a very fun time in I. Okay, it was like a very fun time in my life, but... I feel like I also knew that things were going wrong. That is like the place where I first heard my dad yell, like, do you just want to get a divorce? I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. And so that will give you a little hint to just like what we went through is our parents just didn't. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. They do get divorced, but like many, many years later. But do they get back together? (laughs) We'll see. No. And, and that's for the best. Didn't. No. We both said opposite stuff. Growing up, that was my biggest fear. It happened and I'm living it. <laughs> and it's actually fine. Better this way. Um, anyway, so that I remember that um, just growing up. But it was like a way fun house that had like a river in the back. And growing up, me, so it goes me, I'm 28. Holden is almost 26 and then Eva will be 24. And so we were very close in age and... We were just always outside. That's all I remember. Like jumping on the tram, playing in the pond. We had like tons of animals and stuff. And our parents always just kind of taught us that to like entertain ourselves and be outside. And I feel like now I look at kids and I'm like, that's so weird. That's just not how it is. Don't sneeze. (laughs) I wanted to. (laughs) Um, So yeah, do you remember that much? Yeah, I remember the ducks. Oh yeah. Getting crushed yeah that's traumatizing okay to this day i hate birds yeah me too like a dead bird honestly sends chills up my spine i hate it so bad and that's because we had ducks growing up and like little chicklings well our ducks so we got ducks they got bigger then they had babies the mom crushed a ton of the babies with her feet because we like went out to check on them remember that I don't remember that. I just remember the rocks. Yeah. And then then the babies that survived, like, she would try to take them in the river, but the river was going too powerful. So then the little babies would get stuck. I don't even know if we should say that. Yeah. Maybe not. Oh, well, that's like making me kind of sick. I'm going to have nightmares. Wet, dead ducks. <laughs> uh, wet, dead birds. There's really nothing worse. So yeah. to this day. Anyways, that's the only thing I remember. Of the case of the house? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the tree house? None of that? No tree house. I remember the bridge. That's like sad. I guess you're little. House. There was a tree house in the tree, you remember? And we'd climb up. It had two stories. No. 
what, what the? the that's, that's weird. weird. I remember the Monticello tree house. No, we had a tree house at the Kiesel house. But we moved when I was in sixth grade, so you were a little, little like, first grade. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that house was super fun. And um. so we lived there up until sixth grade, which is when my dad got into a very bad car accident. And I was in class at my sixth grade class, whatever. And I remember my mom came and she, like, I just saw her outside the window and then I went out into the hall and she was like, your dad got into a horrible car accident. Um, I need to go check on him. Like, you just stay here sort of thing. Wait, why did she even come and tell you that? To, like, go to someone's house after school or why? Probably. I bet I went to, like, Brenda's or something. <gasps> it's doing the cutout thing. I know. Um. Anyways, so she comes and tells me that. And then she's like, bye. So I'm just stuck in sixth grade. <laughs> like my gosh my dad was in a horrible car accident what happened your little brain just like goes all over the place and what happened is a guy had gotten out of jail that morning I think and it was just a really bad situation and he was having like some mental health issues and was suicidal so what he was doing was trying to hit big trucks coming the opposite way of him and so it was in like Logan Canyon I feel like or somewhere in Logan and he went to try to like go head on with a semi and then chickened out. And then my dad was behind the semi in his truck and he like hit my dad head on. And so it was a horrible car accident and the guy did end up passing away, which really like led to some of our dad's problems with just PTSD. And just, it was really like a traumatic experience for him because he got stuck in his car, like his ankles got crushed and everything and yeah like a crazy traumatic thing and so from then on my dad had to be on um xanax yeah anti-anxiety like medication so that's when it started right well before there was a problem with what um i don't know we're gonna have our mom and dad hopefully on so that they can tell like each side of their stories with this because i feel like that's actually like a unique thing but um i think i think so before that, there was problems because he moved out when we lived in Kingsville. Oh, and that's why he went to that doctor up in Logan, right? Oh. Yeah. Because he... Okay, yeah. Yeah, anyways, okay. he's kind of always... He's had, like, his struggles with it. Um, and, yeah, our dad moved out for a period of time when I was in elementary school. And I remember going to weekends at, like, his house. Oh. Yeah, we did that. That's weird. They weren't even actually divorced, but we did that for a little while. And then obviously they worked it out. And then he gets hit by this car. And <laughs> but <laughs> just kidding. I don't want to, it's actually like a way messed up thing. And then he, he had to get on Xanax. And then it was just like freaking downhill from there, I feel like. But we moved so he gets hit. And then I don't know why the timing was kind of bad, but we moved to a new house, like a bigger house. And it was so fun though. I remember we were yeah. like in heaven and um, I don't remember him being there that much. So he gets hit. We move into our new house. I think the very first Christmas in our new house, our parents gave us um, a Christmas present of a cruise. Cause didn't we go on like a scavenger hunt? Yeah, I, I do remember that. Okay. And it was confusing cause we didn't really know where everything was yeah because it was we were brand new to that area because we were brand new to that area (laughs) um and so we did a little scavenger hunt and found 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're just working this out. <laughs> um, found out we we're going on a cruise with like a ton of people that we've grown up with in our childhood. So it was like a lot of childhood friends. Shout out Fowler's, shout out Christensen's, the Mitchells, like some of the Fowler's family. I don't know. It was like so many families. And um, we went and the cruise was to the Virgin Islands or something. Caribbean. Yeah. No, Virgin Islands. Oh. <laughs> is that where St. Mark's is? Yeah. Oh. U.S. Virgin Islands, I think. I don't know. We're not good at it. Why is it? I almost said is we're it not in good the U.S.? <laughs> U.S. Virgin Islands? Is that yeah. in Virginia? No. Oh, my heavenly days. Guys, Eva's not the smartest out of the bunch. Let's just, let's just be honest. Well. Okay, we go on this cruise, okay? And let's just say things were rough but fine we had our own room me holden and eva our parents obviously had their own room but we could tell our dad was just not there so he would get his pills refilled take a lot in the beginning be very like loopy kind of out of it i don't know if any of you guys have experienced people who like abuse like xanax or something but it can make you very out of it and i think it kind of just puts you like i think it makes you feel really good too so you want to take more and so would take a lot and then by the end of the month he would be out of them so then he would be like bedridden basically like he couldn't get out of bed so on this cruise he must have gone to get his pills the day before we left yeah because that man was on cloud nine <laughs> <laughs> living above the all-you-can-eat buffets just like not really there but now that we're like older if I asked my friends about my dad, they think he was just like the funniest person. Like nobody really, I don't think people knew as much as we knew like what was going on. Um, and so he just was not all there that, sh that cruise. And then when we got home, um, that's when he just like, it, we literally walk through the door. We're not even home for that long. He packs a bag and he leaves. So he just like peaced out and like, didn't say anything to us except I think he did say something to Holden. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember Holden telling us he like went. I don't in remember. The Holden has to say because I don't remember. He didn't say anything to me, and he didn't say anything to you, right? No, yeah, I didn't remember. Yeah, anything. he just like left. I just remember he left, and I was like, "What's going on?" We'll have to have Holden because I'm pretty sure he said something to our little brother or my little brother, and I know it's like so sad. And so he left, and I had no idea where he went. He wouldn't answer phone calls. Nothing. Like he just was gone. And I don't even think my mom didn't know where he went, but I also don't think she wanted to explain to her young kids like we're having this problem, you know, like she probably was trying to shield us from it um, until he finally like answered and he was just like, you know, like I'm done sort of attitude. And so our biggest fear growing up, at least mine, was that they would get divorced. So I, we would ask them constantly, like, are you going to get divorced, you know, and like basically force them to say no yeah like no right no 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 you're not you wouldn't you wouldn't do that to us right no but in hindsight it's like please wish you would have you know earlier. like earlier yeah and so our dad left for a little bit i don't really like i honestly don't remember how long he was gone for but that was in six like that was like my summer going into seventh grade which like horrible timing for me because I just had a, like I had such bad anxiety growing up from just the unsurety of my parents like relationship I think kids pick up on so much that we don't even know 
And I'm sure they like were trying to shield it from all of us, but we all could totally pick up on it. Like I just was always so nervous about them getting divorced, which led to me like being weird about other things, you know, like I would get very like anxious about a specific thing and then it would never leave my brain. Like it would like cripple me. Like there was a time in kindergarten or I don't even remember, but maybe it was first grade where a boy had a crush on me and I hated that he had a crush on me and he would blow kisses to me. Yeah. It's like kind of creepy. Yeah, He would blow kisses to me like from across the room and I would start crying and run to the bathroom and put soap in my mouth and wash it out. And I would like cry to mom. Like, I don't want to go to school. It was like such a worry to me, which like that he was going to do what? That he just liked, like, I just didn't want to see him. Like it just, I don't know. That just was like the beginning of me being like having the anxious feeling, like the anxious feeling where like the second you wake up in the morning, you're like, yeah, you have a pit in your stomach. That's the worst. And so, um, okay. So that happens and go to seventh grade. I don't really remember that much through, uh, through my junior high. Do you remember anything? Mm -mm. I don't remember anything really. Okay. So then I go through junior high. I don't remember, I think about, about like ninth grade. So he, I just don't think he was ever very like at our house that much, but I feel like life like went on. Like we kept trying to go on trips and we would always go to a place called Monticello, which is where my mom grew up, which is like a little town, a little bit further South than Moab. And I remember we would kept going there and that was kind of like our happy place. Yeah. Cause things definitely went downhill. Cause we, my mom wasn't working really like she was trying to get a job right not and, not yet oh not through my junior high she wasn't trying to work but when we were going to monticello did we have a car yeah oh the, okay right, cut, cut that <laughs> i'll keep telling up until you remember where so so then junior high i don't remember that much but i feel like me in junior high i was like had really good friends i had like tons of fun we'd go to caseville theater live it up there like think of you in elementary school i don't think it affected us horribly you got a go-kart at a very young age <laughs> that did not go good oh my gosh tell the tell the story okay in a i'll do it fast but me yeah me and my friend went and how old are you do you think i have no young. i literally yeah young we would have lemonade stands all the time and we'd make tons of money and so my friend's dad drove us down to like lehigh and we picked up this go-kart anyways one night me and my friends went toilet papering and the go-kart didn't have like an emergency brake so you just kind of have to angle the tires into the curb when you wanted it to or like when we would park it so we parked it at the house we were toilet papering and we started toilet papering the next thing i know i hear the go-kart run like rolling down the hill because it was we were parked up on a hill and so we start chasing after it and it nails a car <laughs> and we didn't know what to do <laughs> people that were in our ward like a couple houses bishop. down oh yeah oh. let's not say anyway so yeah we hit it and then um we just drove it and parked it in my garage and we didn't say anything <laughs> and then she came up and was like hey our car was parked outside our house and it has like a big red mark on it do you know anything about it and i said no <laughs> liar but then, but then i remember i told you because i was like really nervous about it right Didn't i don't I tell you yeah i feel and like then <laughs> mom made me go knock on the door and give them 
it was expensive it was like uh, 400 bucks car. each so oh, 800 dollars. yeah r.i.p to that go-kart <laughs> no that go-kart was so funny it had the then the brakes just like all together like Went didn't out. work at all and we would still drive it <laughs> everywhere and it was just like hopefully hope we can stop we had brooms yeah remember oh and we went down this crazy grass hill like okay, way, we were like tormentors night. to our neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were in people's like, backyards yeah the woods <laughs> <laughs> okay people <laughs> So and yeah, like just picture looking in your backyard and then you see two girls <laughs> flying down your grass hill in a go-kart because that was me and Eva. <laughs> With no brakes. We had to like <laughs> yank the wheel so fast to not hit any cart. Like yeah. not hit the house. You were good at it. Yeah. yeah that was funny. Um, anyway, so that's what I feel like even with our parents not being stable, we still found like such funny ways to just do things. And so... Um, when the housing crisis happened, my dad used to be like a painter and stuff. So his job just like basically stopped, you know, like he just stopped making any money. So that affected us a lot. And I bet you that played a big part into their relationship getting worse and worse is that he just wasn't able to work because he worked, he had his own business. And so my junior high, I mean, I was still having way fun. We we were like flying through backyards and go-karts and stuff, but then in ninth grade, I obviously don't think things were going well because I specifically remember one night my best friend Hannah, shout out Hannah. We love you. (laughs) Hannah's dad, I used to play on a comp soccer team and her dad was our coach and I think he was driving me home from soccer practice and it was like late and this is, I would always have a pit in my stomach when I was going home late if my dad's car was either in the driveway or not in the driveway because if it was in the driveway, I was like happy, like he's home if it's not in the driveway that means he's not like sleeping at our house tonight and like something was off and so we were like going home he turns the corner dad's car isn't in the driveway and it's super late and I was just like oh my gosh where is he and um and my friend's dad was like where's your dad and I was just like oh he's just like I think I made up some lie but I just knew like they must know that something's wrong with my parents' relationship. Like, I just felt like everybody was on to it. But I'm sure it was just like a harmless, like, where is he, you know? But I just remember having such a pit in my stomach. Um, so that was before I could drive because people were driving me home. So then in ninth grade, I bet, yes, it had to have been ninth grade. So ninth grade, yeah. Um, I had a bunch of friends over at our new house. Like, I had lots of, like, I had boyfriends, all my girlfriends. We were over. We were having, like, so much fun. I my dad was in and out I don't know like if he was actually living at her I can't like I think I blocked it out but having all my friends over and then the phone rings because we still had a home phone like those existed back then and I picked it up and it was like you have a call from Davis County Jail <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh and I think it says like inmate and it's like Michael Reese and it's yeah. like my dad's voice and I'm like uh what the heck and so then it like batches through to me Okay, I'm remembering all this now. It batches her to me and it is dad and he's like, hello. And he just sounds hor- like you could tell if my dad was doing good or bad just through his voice. You can tell like you could tell if he was out of it, if he's like good or if he was like hurting, you know, and it was like the hurting voice where he was just like <laughs> not doing good. And so I was like, I think I started to panic and I was like, what's going on? You know, and he's just like. And I like broke down crying and all my friends are there, but they didn't know I was in my mom's, I was in their room and 
then I handed the phone over to my mom and I don't know. So he think he got arrested two times in a span of like a very short period. Like his car got impounded, um, just crazy stuff like that. So that was in ninth grade. And then he moved out like for good by the time I was going into 10th grade and my mom had to get a job. So that was like a huge deal to all of us. Do you remember when mom like officially yeah, had to go to job? That was way sad. How, what grade would you be in? I was in fifth or sixth grade. No, sixth. Oh. You were in 10th? Yeah. Yeah. So I was in sixth. That's so sad. So we were just used to our mom always being home. Like you'd get home from school and she'd be there. It was just like, she was just always there when you needed her. So it was a crazy feeling when she had to go back to work because she felt like she wasn't there anymore. Like it felt like we lost both parents. It was a very big shift, especially for me going into high school. Like I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Like on my first day of high school was like her first day of work. I feel like. And she obviously was like, I think it was the hardest on her. Like, cause she was working at the bottom of the barrel at Zion's bank and did we put our house up for sale before she started working? I don't remember. Yeah, I was like, because we had to sell everything. We sold the car. Oh my gosh. And yeah. so we had like a 1988 Jeep. Cherokee. That was like it. our main car. Our main car was a our P- only car. POS. But like we loved it. We loved it for not being our car, our main car. But then it had to become our main car. And it was like so embarrassing to me. But um, we had this, <laughs> we had like an Acadia. I don't know if anyone knows yeah. and we were leasing it and then all this crap started happening with our dad and he wasn't working and getting arrested and um we had to turn it in and that was like such a sad day for all of us and I was following my mom I didn't even have my license yet I was following her in the jeep and it was a stick shift and I was following her to the uh, car dealership and she's pulling in to like return our nice car and I wasn't paying attention and I just rammed the back of it <gasps> Like, I did not know this. You didn't. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I just nailed the back of our like car before we pulled it in to give it in. And mom looked at me like in the rearview mirror and she was laughing so hard. And we just oh. took it as like a like a funny <laughs> way to say goodbye to like our family car. Like it made light of the situation that like really sucked. So sorry to whoever bought that car, but I rear-ended it right before it got returned. Say Kenzie is not the best driver. <laughs> She's had a lot of things like I that. I wouldn't happen. say that. Eva just got pulled over on her way to Wendover. Mm. Going very fast. Yeah, but I didn't cause anyone damage. I know I had to do harm. that. That was I had to do that to make light of the situation for everybody. Um, so we turned the car in and then yeah, we like have this very, very old Jeep that's a stick shift that has no air conditioning and we would have to pull over no radio we'd go up a hill yeah like the water it would overheat so we'd have to just like pop the hood and just kind of let it air out it'd be like smoking but for some reason our mom i like this is a something that's so cool about her is that she never stopped trying to do stuff with us like even in that jeep cherokee she'd be like okay guys we're road tripping we're going to monticello we're going to mesquite we're doing like all this stuff. And I remember we would get in that car and like road trip for like five hours with no air conditioning in the middle of the summer. And I'd literally be drenched in sweat, like kill me, (laughs) but she just made it happen still. Um, and okay, this is, um, we're going all over the place, but I remember, so I'm in high school. So I'm like going to Davis high where there's so many rich 
kids you know everybody's family i feel like has so much money and like it's so embarrassing that ours we don't have a nice car like nothing like that it just matters so much more to you when you're in high school but like now i look back and i'm like okay that's dumb but we were you probably you were with mom when this happened but we were at like little caesars and i was with a bunch of i was with a bunch of boys that i thought were like so cute and they're like popular (laughs) and little caesars was right by a gas station and my to my horror my mom and eva come (laughs) rolling up through the gas station honking the horn so loud in the jeep and i was like i don't know them like i don't know them <laughs> i do remember that because i was like mom is that kenzie <laughs> yeah my mom just went to go get some nice drinks at the gas station. this is before swig and stuff and you could do a drive through drink at the gas station <laughs> and yeah it was horrible i just like didn't want people to know that that was our family car and it's so sad like there's a taylor Tw- taylor swift song where she says she made her mom drop her off around the block so like her friends wouldn't see i literally made mom drop me off like not in front of my friends houses so they wouldn't see that that was our car like yeah. i was so embarrassed so yeah eva but you're just little like you didn't even care you're like this is my car <laughs> i just remember i'm pretty sure i was the one honking the horn yeah like leaning over i was so excited i remember this is how good of a friend hannah was she was like oh are they just taking your fun car out for a little drive like oh. hannah knew that it was like oh. a worry of mine and she just tried to like cover for me she probably doesn't even remember doing that but you're lucky uh, you had her yeah i remember that she like covered for me and she didn't even really fully know like what was going on i don't think i like fully told anyone what was happening as far as my friends in high school um but and then i got on the high school soccer team and i was doing fine and then i broke my collarbone and then i started to play horrible and then you just know like if you play any sports if you stop getting playing time i feel like it's just ruins your confidence and stuff and then i was watching real housewives of atlanta and nini if anybody's a real housewife fan was talking about someone who was super skinny and she said oh that girl looks like all she eats is grapes and my little teenage ears just like heard that and i was like oh my gosh if i want to be super skinny all i have to do is eat grapes like that's it and um so i feel like that's like a core memory for everyone about me yeah she ate grapes and had the worst farts. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but grapes have lots of fiber in them. <laughs> and Kenzie ate probably a I bag, eat a bag like, of grapes a day at yeah. least. Oh, yeah. And it was expensive habit. Whether that was in the store or out of the <laughs> store. <laughs> I used to think that it was fine to just eat them as I shopped around. Even though you pay by weight. But that's okay. Whoops. It's that's okay, okay, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> We're working on it. It's okay. <laughs> Um, anyways so yeah i started to have such a bad uh like eating disorder that's how so my anxiety with our parents i started to just like not eat food and try to control something like through my food mine was a little bit of the opposite (laughs) eva share what you did this is actually so sad so i didn't know snickers in my bed no She picked her nose and wiped it on the back of her bed. Like <laughs> Ew, a disgusto. Don't admit that. No, I did it. Even though my husband felt them one time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, do you still do that? But one time, cut this. Don't put this in there. Okay. <laughs> he, he, I don't know why, but he stuck his finger. Okay, what? In my belly button. And there was a booger. <laughs> oh, you put a booger. <laughs> i did it eva i had nowhere to put it 
It was like one of those ones you can't just flick because it was <gasps> so like, you know. <laughs> so then, the other day, that was a while ago. The other day, Jerem's like sticking his finger in my belly button. He's like, I hope I don't find another one. Like <laughs> so sicked out. I've never seen him more disgusted with me. Can I please put this in? Mm. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, like, guys. Recap. Eva picked a big juicy booger. Had nowhere <laughs> to put it. So she says, my belly button is a good place. I have a big any belly <laughs> button. Forgets about it. And her, were you married? Actually, I don't think I was married. We were dating. Her boyfriend sticks his finger in her belly button, finds the booger. It was Gross. crusty. I tried to pull it off and be like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but we all know what it was. That's so sick. What is wrong Let's with just you? say I have a history <laughs> of wiping boogers on the back of my bed frame. She's 24 now, everybody. And I have 23. Okay, but you're basically And I over. actually, I haven't done that in a while, but Kenzie one time came and jumped in my bed. <laughs> And she's like rubbing her hand on my like my railing in my bed. And she's like, what is that? And look behind <laughs> so many boogers dried. It was so disgusting. That's but why no, I have I control saying, over my life. Okay. Eva. No, I'm just kidding. I, I had a routine that I would have to do every night, every day, every second of my life. <laughs> starting with my drinks. I would have to swallow four times and <laughs> seven times. Then seven times, then four, because my dad's favorite number was four, and my mom's was seven, so my dad had to be on the ends to protect her, and if anyone interrupted me, I would have to restart, so that's how I got so fat from drinking a lot of soda sips, <laughs> because people would interrupt Don't me. Don't say that. <laughs> me and Holden loved to interrupt her, though, because it was funny, because then she'd have to restart. Yeah, and then I would also, like, I would have to put both fingers up to my eyes, Make sure I didn't have any eye boogers and then proceed down to my nose. <laughs> make sure there was no nose boogers. And then I'd have to fill my teeth to make sure that they were still straight. And then I'd fill my chin to make sure I didn't have too bad of a double chin. Because <laughs> we all know I had one. <laughs> That's so sad. But like, it's funny now, but like she seriously had to do it. Like I would cry. If people would interrupt me, I would start crying yeah. because my anxiety would go so crazy. Like it so um i've learned this through my therapy of listening to the armchair expert dak shepherd he's been my therapist but he said that when your life is unpredictable like parents like our parents relationship and just like it seemed like everything was falling apart you develop like ocds to try to develop like some sort of habit that's controllable so that's what eva started to do and now it's so sad because at the time you don't really like know why you're doing like you're like why do i have to keep doing this like and like people would be like just don't i remember i can't remember if it was mom or who it was they're just like just don't do it for one whole day and you'll like hopefully just stop doing it but if i didn't do it i would freak out like i would think that like something bad is gonna happen i always thought someone would like die because i didn't do it yeah uh, also that's something that our dad would say to us like growing up because we both played soccer he'd be like just like think if you don't score that goal that someone's gonna die like yeah your family it's to protect your family like he was just trying to motivate us but in the end it developed some very unhealthy habits yeah. where we would say certain things and if we did it then it meant someone was gonna die um so eva had her like weird little things that she had to do i'm sure holden had his stuff He's like a clean yeah. freak. I know. Um, I was going to say, maybe that was it. He was OCD with his room and everything. 
Like if we would touch his stuff, he would freak out. Yeah. And then I started to just have a way bad eating disorder thing. And nobody really said anything to me about it, but I'm sure people knew. I mean, I know my friends caught on. What? <laughs> one, one time, this is sad, but kind of funny. Kenzie went to a Justin Bieber concert <laughs> and it was like on a Saturday night. And then Sunday, we're like all eating dinner and Kenzie's not eating. <laughs> and she just like can't stop talking about Justin Bieber. And she's like, I know if he could just meet me, you don't want to marry me. But it was sad because she wouldn't eat because she wanted to be i was good for him. sick over the fact that me and him were never going to be together that i couldn't even eat and i just ran up to my room i remember that, that's like sad no one even no okay this is something else that i don't this is maybe a whole other episode but i just want to add this i feel like i had like a like a love addiction like fantasies of like like the Justin Bieber one. It was like, if he would love me, then everything could be better sort of like c- sort of thing. I would like create like these scenarios that like we would run into each other and then we'd fall in love. And then like, it seemed real. And so then when it's like, you have to finally face the fact that it's not, it's so depressing. <laughs> I'm sure the Walter girls had that with Justin Bieber. Um, so all through high school, I had, um, I want to say I ate. Uh, okay, this is what I would do. I would eat a banana in the morning and then I'd eat apple with grapes for lunch. And then for dinner, I would eat cabbage and onions and, and tofu. tofu. Ugh. So literally wasn't so eating anything. Like I bet it was like 500 calories a day or something. And all I thought about was food. I was always hungry. But Saturdays you would have your. So Saturdays I would binge. I would binge on the weekends because it was like Monday. I'm not going to be able to eat anything again. So like. We'd go to our aunt's house on Sundays. She'd always have so much good. Do you remember? It was just yeah. like so much good food. And I would eat till the point of being so sick. Like my stomach would hurt, but I like wanted to keep eating because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to eat on Monday. So I didn't know at the time, but I'm pretty sure I had kind of like binge eating disorder, but very loosely, like I was still eating food, but it wasn't healthy and I like even lost my period for all of high school. Like I didn't have a period at all, which uh, I think it's so weird because my mom knew that. <laughs> well, didn't you lose it? Like, did you get it back in Hawaii or did you? Cause you because you because I told my no, I got it. OK, so I didn't have it all through high school. And then I was like, Mom, I like haven't had a period. I think I need to have. I don't know. I think I was starting to be like, this might not be good. So she took me to a doctor and they were like, well, you need to get on birth control and you need to gain a little bit of weight. And so then I got on birth control right before I went to BYU Hawaii by myself. And it was like the pill, which everybody knows pill birth control was like horrible. It messes so badly with like hormones. And so then I swear I weighed like I weighed myself at Hawaii. I think I weighed 117. And then when I got home, I weighed 145. (laughs) Let's just say I went to go visit her and I've never seen someone eat a thing of Oreos so fast. I just ate horrible. It was like the the freshman dirty. Yeah, we went to the store and got like these coconut Oreos. Like they were like the coconut insides dipped in chocolate. Yeah. Oh my. I'm so excited to wake up and eat them. Gone. (laughs) That was all we like. And shout out to her roommate that had them all over (laughs) (laughs) We loved our Oreos. Um, 
anyway so yeah that's kind of what happened to us as far as like the side effects of our parents and then they got divorced when i was a senior which would make even ninth grade no yeah no, no then would be in ninth grade oh you're yeah. in seventh grade seventh. oh wow. wow yeah wait this is why i don't remember anything really i was yeah young. eve was little she she I had the it. hardest life <laughs> just kidding and so all through high school we just became uh, like poorer and poorer and poorer we like went from being able to eat out and get sushi and like we had this like now that i think about it, it was like a lavish lifestyle for me like i would go yeah. shopping every saturday to limited two my mom would buy me everything i wanted i would go get sushi after do you remember limited two yeah was that what it was called yeah and then it turned to justice okay. after and then um poor eva just like lived through the time of like no money i feel like so mm-hmm. after my mom after my mom and dad kind of split up we like went through our whole food storage even and i remember people leaving us groceries like on our front porch do you remember that yeah we We basically had to quit everything too i feel like that's when i like quit soccer yeah um our my soccer team paid for me like they helped us out because i remember soccer we played for la roca which is expensive but i remember my team being like we got you like if you want to keep playing yeah um and then shout out to my team for not (laughs) (laughs) uh and then uh so we just started to have less and less money and then parents get divorced and when i'm a senior and then i got into byu hawaii and our house was put up for sale at least five times by this point i believe (laughs) no that was that was while i was in well actually no no, i think we put it up for sale maybe when i was a senior yeah i was gonna say we we would put it up for sale and then my mom would change her mind or something like yeah it was weird it was like we need to sell it oh wait maybe we don't we need to to put your whole lips on it like this okay so yeah i was like maybe we need to sell it maybe we don't and then holden would karate kick it down (laughs) our poor little brother oh and then i would always have to text my mom and be like hey can you hide the for sale sign so no one sees it when they drop me off yeah yeah it was like embarrassing like i didn't want to be like we're moving um and so i went (laughs) this is a very vital trip we go to monticello one last time before i go to byu hawaii it's like our last hurrah like i was making it very dramatic that i was leaving and so it was like our last trip before i go to byu hawaii and our parents are like officially divorced at this time and our mom kind of secretly started dating (laughs) yeah trauma 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 trauma, trauma. she just wouldn't i she didn't tell us for some reason which probably because she knew we were gonna freak out yeah which her not telling us made it even worse probably yeah i if she would have like sat down with us yeah maybe maybe and been like me and your dad are officially divorced i'm gonna start dating now um she so she starts dating secretly we go on this we knew that she had like weird because she would text and then like hide it from us. Like weird phone calls that we could go hear. on walks. Oh yeah, late at night all oh. the time when we're like, "Hey, Sexy. no, you're <laughs> we know you're meeting someone at the cemetery like a psycho." Yeah, mom, why don't you have clothes on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Um, so she had been secretly dating. We go on this last trip to Monticello. One of the guys that she. <laughs> Okay, this is a funny story. One of the guys that she had been dating was named Glenn. Oh. And even knew that. And we went to a funeral. 
we went to a funeral for like grant or something <laughs> and there was a guy there whose name was blen with a b oh yeah <laughs> and you thought it was Glenn. i was so mean <laughs> she thought it was the guy that my mom had secretly been dating but it wasn't it was like this really nice guy named blen and i was Eva so rude freaked to him. out yeah you were so rude to him you i still remember what he looked like and stuff uh yeah so we weren't doing well with her um dating again and we go on this last trip to monticello and it's like one of our last nights there we had this routine we would go to maverick we would get like frozen yogurt and just I don't know. It was a routine that we were doing every night in Monticello. And then she goes and messes it up and goes on a freaking date with Carrie. Care Bear. Care Bear is now our stepdad. So <laughs> that gives you a little spoiler. But what goes through your head after mom says she's going on a date? Murder. <laughs> Eva loses it. I Murder lose it. on my mind. Yeah. Holden loses it. We are all... Okay, you keep messing with her microphone. Um, Holden loses it because um, okay, <laughs> okay. Are you ready <laughs> to continue the conversation? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Oh my gosh, I thought that I forgot to push record. <laughs> <laughs> my heart. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, my mom's like, guys, I'm going on a date tonight. All three of us, like, no joke, lose it kind of uncontrollably. Like, I bet you we looked like. It was like hysteria. Like we were crying really hard. And then, yeah, five minutes later, what do we hear? (laughs) Little knock on the door. And here comes Care Bear, our future stepdad. Yeah. But did we care at that time? No, we were so mad. mad I was hiding behind the wall. Yeah. Literally bawling my eyes out. I'm bawling my eyes out. The fact that this woman still continues to go on the date when all three of her kids... She just walks her little happy butt right out that front door. <laughs> so we're all not okay. Yeah. And he comes in and like introduces himself. He's so nice. Way nice. Like tries to shake all of our hands. I don't think any of us shook his hand. Yeah. And then they just leave. And Monticello is such a tiny town in the middle of the mountains, like in the middle of nowhere. So our mom leaves and she's gone for hours like she's gone for a very very long time and we start to freak out like at this time I'm only 17 yeah I'm not 18 yet I'm 17 and we're at this house by ourselves it's dark we don't know where she is she's not answering any of our phone calls like we called her maybe a hundred times or more like we were nonstop. it was like it would go to voicemail and then again voicemail like one yeah it was very late so we freaked out and we call our dad and we're like, dad, mom went on a date with this guy. We don't know him. Like we're so nervous and I can't wait to have dad. Cause I want to ask him like what he thought, like when we called him, yeah. like if he was like nervous or if he was just like, what's going on? <laughs> but he was like so nice. Remember he was like very calm and like calmed us down. And I think he talked to us until she got there. Do you yeah. think? I well, think he, well, he hung up to call her yeah and i was like trying to call her too and then just stayed on the phone with us until she got back yeah and then she got back and then she starts crying i remember we had like a heart to heart on the loves there was like a lot of bean bags in this one room and she was crying we were all crying it was like i just remember crying so hard that night that it was like where you f- almost have to stop crying because it like your eyes hurt and yeah. you're just tired so that it, was it was kind of sad because i remember her being like well can we like still try and go get the frozen yogurt? yeah she was trying to she, i think she didn't know how to go back to dating or how to tell her three kids that she wanted to date again like i don't think there's like 
any guidelines for that. So it's not like she did something horribly, you know, it just sucked for everyone. But yeah, she felt way bad. And then I left to Hawaii, flew on my little airplane by myself. My mom dropped me off in Hawaii and I didn't go to college with anyone. Like I really did just go by myself. I didn't know my roommate and I stayed in the dorms and it was the best thing that I've ever done for myself and like my anxiety and everything. Like, I think that's where I really like just kind of came into my own, you know, cause think about me when I came home from Hawaii, like that summer, I didn't care yeah. about, I don't know, Hawaii. I had cared so much about like body image and like what I looked like. And that just seems so important in Davis County and Utah in general. And then you go to Hawaii and you meet people from all over the world who that's, they don't think like that. And so they don't think like that. And so it was just very like, I don't know, it opened my eyes to that. There's so much more than that. And while I was in Hawaii, what were you doing? Um, no idea. Just going to school. Yeah. But mom started dating. Carrie. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I was living my best life, hiding in my room. My mom and Carrie's date obviously went well because they just a little too well kept on dating while Long I was distance. Yeah, he lived in Blanding, which is even further south than Monticello. Six hours from where we lived. Yeah, and we still lived in Layton. And um, so they kept dating while I was in Utah. And things moved super fast with them, I felt like. Yeah, because... Like, they got engaged. I think... Okay, so I went to BYU-Hawaii for two semesters. And um, they got engaged my second semester. So I went from August until December. So they were dating all through that time. And you met his... So he has four kids yeah, that were all younger. And so I, I had only met him that one time when he came to pick up my mom on the date. And then Holden and Eva hadn't met him a couple more times, but they like did long distance and stuff. Yeah. And you were not nice, right? Yeah, it was really rude. Eva didn't like it. It was just weird like to see your mom with somebody else. It's super weird, I felt like. Especially, Why is mine cutting out so I feel like you have to get like really close okay. and you can't like jiggle it. Yeah. I feel like it was weird to like see your mom with somebody new. Me and Holden definitely did not handle it well. And they were just like little and I feel like out of anyone, Eva was my dad's little sidekick. Like yeah. Eva growing up was this cutest little tomboy. Like she wore our dad's clothes and like would wear his keychains and she just looked up to him like none other. And I was not. I was more of like a mama's girl. And Eva was definitely like a daddy's girl. Like just loved motorcycling. Our dad loves motorcycling and catching snakes and just being outside. And that was Eva. Like to a T. Eva. We'll have to like post pictures of what Eva looked like as a little girl. Because she. A little wild. Wouldn't wear a shirt. Wouldn't brush her hair. (laughs) Would wear our dad's shorts with like a belt tight. And then she'd do stick on tattoos all over (laughs) her. So she was just such a little tomboy. So I get why it would be so hard to see mom with like someone else because Eva and my dad were like, because Eva's also young. So I don't think Eva's picking up on all the stuff with my dad. Like she didn't know as much, you know, he was just like there for you. And he would, he's way patient with you to fluff your sheets anytime. (laughs) Um, And hold in. I don't know what it's like to be a boy and to have your dad be gone and then have your mom date someone else. Like you'll have to say, but it can't be easy, but I was older. So I feel like I kind of missed it. So anyways, uh, I went to BYU, came home on Christmas. Oh, that's when I met Carrie's kids actually. 
Oh, really? We went there for Chris for Christmas for a little bit. We, we stayed did? at his house, or we stayed in Monticello, and then we went to his house. Oh yeah, and, and we, we did the four wheelers. Oh okay, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, weird for me because I felt weird because Holden and Eva had already kind of met his. Ki- it was like my first time meeting him, so I felt yeah. very weird. Um, but I was just trying to be nice. I feel like I just didn't care as much because I kind of was starting to grow up and do my own thing. Yeah, and you then, weren't stuck in the house. Yeah, you weren't gonna have to live with him. So then I went back to BYU for my second semester there and that's when my mom called me and was like, I got engaged and she was so excited and I was like shocked. Like that was the first time she had even mentioned no idea that that they would get married. Yeah. Yeah, Like that wasn't in our, cause you have to think they hadn't been divorced for that long. Like they got divorced in my senior year and we're already, she's already found like a new husband pretty quickly. And so I was like in shock, but also I didn't care as much. I was kind of like, oh, happy, you know, like happy for her sort of thing until I got a phone call from Holden who was so upset and Eva, like they were both so sad that my mom got engaged because it was a shock, like, because they were also that meant for them that they were going to have to like move to Blanding six hours away Yeah, to like a tiny little school, small town. Yeah. So yeah, then we get to the point of you coming back, right? And then mom's like- Houses for sale. They're uh, like- Again. For sure. Again. For like the third time. We're moving to Blanding. Pack up your stuff. I'm not moving to Blanding because I'm going to Utah State now. So I'm not really worried, but Holden and Eva are like- Yeah, we had to pack up our stuff. And then I remember my mom took me down there to talk to the high school about playing sports. Volleyball. Yeah, volleyball. And she like took me through the whole high school. They told me everything that I needed to do. And I just thought that was going to be like my life. I was going to have to go to school there. It's a tiny, tiny high school. Were you like sad? I was like sad, but mom was, I feel like mom made it seem like it was going to be better for me. Oh, she's like, you can be like the star of this school. That is tiny. I better be the star. But then, yeah, so mom did all that, and then we came back. So I wasn't, like, way, way sad about it. I still wasn't very happy. Literally, I didn't tell any of my friends. I was, like, planning on just leaving because <laughs> I didn't want to tell anyone. Eva was, like, opposite of me, I feel like, because you don't really, like, say your feelings that much. Yeah. Because, like, I well, voice my... Yeah. I voice it. I feel like I was always so embarrassed to be like my family has problems and so i just like keep everything in i don't tell anyone about anything i wouldn't like i wouldn't tell my friends but i would tell mom and dad do you know what i mean like i would be like i would tell them off if i felt like they were doing something not right yeah but i feel like you never would do that like you just would keep it in yeah you'd even protect them like our dad was doing like so um one time me Holden and Eva had like a heart to heart where we were talking about stories about our dad, like stuff that we had seen him do. And that's when we all found out like crazy stuff with like stories that we were like, wait, what? Like hiding heck? from each other. Yeah. Like you yeah. knew dad was doing that. Like it was weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We can do that another one. Cause it's kind of been a long episode, but, um, okay. So I get home from Hawaii they're moving to Blanding. Eva's already gone to the school. Holden, I don't even know what Holden was thinking. He was like planning on living with his friend or something, but yeah. he still had to pack up everything. We packed everything into a U-Haul. I'm 18 years old 
and Eva's 15 and my mom's like can you guys take this stuff down to no, I would have been 14 oh my gosh yeah. yeah take this stuff down oops math <laughs> not the best um so uh we pack up this u-haul with all of our freaking crap so many dumb boxes so much stuff and me and Eva drive a trailer down to Monticello and she's like just leave it at the Monticello house and we'll just get it from there like unload it we yeah unloaded unload it. it into the Monticello <laughs> house too like a whole trailer so little 18 year old and 14 year old driving seven hours yeah like five, six. six six to seven hours um driving a trailer and i'm not good at driving a trailer first off which i'm yeah. like thinking about that now i'm like you're way better at driving yeah. a trailer than i am and we unload all the boxes so heavy i remember it was such a pain in the butt the, took forever the door to the house wide open the back door was oh, wide yeah. open when we get there okay and, and our this house was our grandma's house and um it had been broken into before so yeah. it has like bad vibes to it now like it we used to ever be since fun. it got broken into it was like Creepy. it never felt like safe anymore yeah so it got broken into like way before and then yeah then no. we get there and the back door just wide open and yeah you're freaking out and i had been texting a boy that lived there like oh kenzie actually left me yeah, this down is there. i feel so bad that i did that but i like kind of had a crush on this boy that lived down there and um he was like be careful there has been a guy peeking into windows and watching girls sleep or something like they had caught some guy like being a creep in monticello and i was like uh okay well the back door was like open wide open and so yeah we were freaking out so um, kenzie proceeds to like, go on a date night. with this man go on a date we have <laughs> her 14 uh -uh. year old sister i went that oh my gosh you're your little 14 year old yeah. sister but it wasn't home. at night it wasn't at night it was during oh. the day he came and picked me up and i'm like eva are you okay if i go on a date and you're just like okay yeah way sad that is so sad i went on a date with him i don't even little know does she know i went and cried in the closet did you really, so yeah scared. what did you do i really have no idea you probably watch tv yeah <laughs> um so yeah we go there we unload it um and then me and eva just like had f it was fun though yeah, it was way fun like i, I think we, we made it fun yeah we would listen to songs and like dance in the the like parking lot of like the school and then one day we just were like should we go motorcycling and we just got a trailer oh, yeah. hooked it up to the car put motorcycles on it and drove in the mountains cooked tinfoil dinners oh that was way fun yeah and they were the, like the best tinfoil the dinners best steak yeah. i've ever had in my entire life so that's like i think about that now and i'm like i'm so grateful for like our parents for teaching us to be able to do stuff like that like it was just fun like we had no one to tell us what to do we just did yeah. it and um then in a couple of months my mom was like guess what psych we're not moving there anymore can you please go get all those boxes and bring them <laughs> home <laughs> and so yeah we got to go back but we're i think we're a little bit excited but also we're like i think we're way excited because we got to take annoying. our we got to keep our house yeah it was but just annoying to go back annoying. and get all this stuff and it was um, wasn't just me and you again yeah 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 annoying. and um so and then our my mom and carrie dated long distance for like a long time even after they got engaged it took them like a year so my mom got married in February of 2014 and then I got married in August of 2014. So not many people can say they got married in the same year as their mother, but I did. Shout out. <laughs> I, honestly, like, I don't remember. I remember them getting married. Did they go on a honeymoon right after? Yeah. Like what happened to me and Holden? I stayed at the house. Okay. With you and guys. And then did Carrie just like 
move his stuff in one no they kept they kept staying long, long distance. distance after they even got married i'm like trying to think of the first night carrie slept there i have no idea yeah, well because then when he would come he would sleep there but then he'd go back home you know like weird, weird yucky weird, weird. thinking of your mom having sex buying in another man <laughs> i seriously was just like that is so gross that you guys are going on a honeymoon like Ugh disturbing but little did what did we do we buy her some oh yeah we buy her laundry okay this will tell you how far we came so our mom gets engaged okay we're all crying like holding eva not good and then by the time it is her wedding we throw her a freaking bachelorette party yeah and i went all out i went to spencer's you know i went to the restricted section she went in that beaded area (laughs) i got her every bad thing that i could see we got her like handcuffs oh my and a whip a whip Whoa. we got her like what weird the? stuff and she we were just making it like fun we got her like lingerie yeah it was weird but yeah. i mean we got her a boob cup which is weird yeah i know i don't know why we got her we got her a cup that just has like bare boobs on it <laughs> and to this day it's still sitting on top of her cupboards she didn't realize that people <laughs> could see it and it's just there um so yeah we came a long ways and honestly we really lucked out because carrie is like such a sweet nice guy um <laughs> our dad on the flippity flip is just you know let's live in his best single life just kidding uh i, I don't know where i asked our he's d- got a girlfriend named jill what <laughs> no jay what oh jill <laughs> like jill jill j i l l his hand oh <laughs> <laughs> my gosh i've never heard of that before that's you've never heard of like boys in high school like oh yeah i just am going out with jill that is so gross that's okay. a handy wow Cut all that out, but okay good for you to know i've seriously never okay no our dad doesn't have a girlfriend at least i don't know of but um he'll he did at one point but. yeah he just he is like on disability now and has a, had like a lot of crazy stuff happen but i've already asked him and he said he'll come so he can tell all of his crazy yeah, stories he's gotten hit by no 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 cars cutting cut okay that's gonna be a surprise spoiler alert okay fine whatever um he has been hit by multiple things we'll just say yeah multiple cars have come into contact with this man poor guy (laughs) um and so he'll come on and tell his like story but uh from then on life has been good i like found my husband luckily he came into my life at like I, I really wouldn't have handled my mom getting married and like having new family move in. I wouldn't have done it well. And I think it would have been really bad if I was still in the house for Holden and Eva when all of that was happening. So I think Cause I Kenzie found, likes to voice her opinion. Yeah, a lot I'm very more, like, so. and I'm very like, I don't know. I just would have been like, I feel like I would have made it like teams or something, you know, like yeah. us first them sort of thing, which would have been bad. So it was really good. I found Brayden and he like saved me. Also, just like a fun fact, when I found Brayden, all my anxiety, gone, basically. Like, all my weird anxieties that I had been, like... But, I, I mean, I had gone... I feel like I had gone, actually, in Hawaii. Yeah, but like he in helped, Hawaii, but... He helped a lot. Yeah. And it has been, like, so good for me, and so... Yeah, and Kenzie got married at 19, so, like, I feel like that was pretty good timing. Yeah. Come back from Hawaii, had a little bit of time, and then met him got married but i turned 20 like two weeks after we got married um and Still so i got married at 19 <laughs> okay <laughs> and i feel like from then on our lives have just kind of been good i feel like mine obviously has been good because i just kind of started doing my thing with my husband and then eva 
just she's had some bumps in the road (laughs) i feel like i don't know much about your high school experience i feel like in high school i didn't really get a normal high school experience because i was working like full time oh really yeah so i would go to school and then i was with your hands (laughs) i would this is my schedule in high school i would literally have to talk with your lips like hitting it I would go to high school at seven and leave at two thirty, and then I'd start work at two thirty until ten thirty, and some nights I would have to pull grades too. So I would work from two thirty until six thirty a.m. and go straight to school. Where's the money? Um, <laughs> yeah, I have bad spending habits. <laughs> if anyone out there is good at budgeting, hit me up. Don't hear that. But anyways, yeah, I was basically working full time, going to high school. I hated my life. I would fall asleep in yoga class every single day. <laughs> and my friends would have to tell my teacher she worked at Graves, let her let her be. Um, I feel like yeah. It's crazy. And then I went to college with my roommate, obviously. Uh, <laughs> she means a friend. That I, went to col- I went to college with my friend um and that was fun and then i went on a mission i don't know how i went on a mission it just like eva didn't tell any of us that she's going on a mission well she told my you told mom not really oh i just got in- insurance information so i feel like she was kind of like more what's going on but she mom didn't really know and then i remember you facetimed hold it i was with you i think when you told well no because i yeah so what happened was i like got my mission call i went to kenzie's house and kenzie had like a four-month-old baby reese yeah and i like handed it to reese and put it in her hands and then i carried reese into the room and i showed it to kenzie yeah i freaked out yeah and then i feel like we facetimed holden right then and then i opened it yeah yeah the heck yeah well why didn't we open it with mom mom was there oh yeah mom was there too okay so i like somehow i'm pretty sure i surprised mom anyways yeah go on a mission come home go see uruguay yeah she can maybe that could be a whole thing yeah about that yeah because things changed you know it was weird (laughs) and then i get home and just go back to college i date this psycho this psycho and then i found my husband and we've been married for over a year and a half i feel like things have been really good he's also helped with my he doesn't have to fluff my sheets four times seven times seven times like germ actually has to fluff my sheets every (laughs) night he doesn't have to which is good thank heavens for these husbands that put up with us because we still do weird things like he has to check my alarm clock at least 10 times really (laughs) yeah it's annoying i feel bad but i've gotten better what about the stove Oh, you don't have a we stove. We don't have a stove. You don't, do you not worry about Me the Me and Jeremy are doing real great living in, our, in a, my parents' basement. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to get you to move closer by me. But so that's kind of us. And that was a very long episode. I don't know if they'll all be like this long, but I kind of wanted to just do one where everyone could get like a good glimpse into who we are. Um, and guys, if you have any questions about us, feel free. We want to do like a Q&A maybe. Eva is talking not close to the microphone. You have to be very close. Okay. Um, yeah. We want to know what you guys want to hear from us. Uh, and we're like kind of just could take this podcast anywhere, I feel like. But 
I do think that we have like a very good insight to what it's like to have parents like that are divorced. So we can go all over the place with that. Or like addiction too. I feel like we've learned a lot about that, how to handle it. Also, I feel like I've learned some good detective skills. So if you guys need me to go. Her brother loved the weed during high school. Yeah. And we, and one time we were playing basketball in his room and I shot the basketball, went behind his desk. What do I smell behind there? Some weed. The next <laughs> day, what happens? The back of that desk is ripped off and the 10 pounds of weed is gone. <laughs> now that like now that we're older i'm just like who cares that he did that but at the time i honestly wish i would have done something (laughs) (laughs) because now i'm too old no that's another thing about me and eva we have never drank or done any drug ever (laughs) except for in las vegas for her bachelor party different people (laughs) in her bachelor party they found out it was her bachelor party so they brought us shots and i felt so bad because the waiter is being like so nice I was like, okay, we got to like drink these or do something. So I took a sip, hated it. Eva took a tiny little sip. And then our mom proceeded to down the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Our mom was taking those shots. Our our cousin took one and then my mom took. Mom took a a lot. Yeah. 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 Wow. (laughs) I didn't even see it burn the throat. So, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode. Um, We know this was all over the place, but we just wanted to, you know, give you guys a little insight to us and know that when we say it's okay, sweetheart, that we've, we've been through a little bit of stuff so we can say, you know, it's okay, sweetheart. You're going to get through this. It's okay. This can be a therapy session. And in all reality, and I'm being serious, everything really does work out. Like, if you were to tell me in high school when I was having my eating disorder and I had like crippling anxiety about my dad and my mom, that I would be where I'm at like today, I would have been like, are you kidding me? Like that doesn't seem like that could ever happen. Like when I think of my life now, I'm like, if only little Kenzie would have known, like everything would work out, you know, and like I would get to where I am today. She would have been very like at peace and stuff. Cause at the moment, like, it didn't seem like that was ever going to happen. So like just to find a good guy. I feel like I never thought I was going to find yeah. a good guy. Yeah. I just feel like if at any point of your life, when you're going through a very hard stage, you feel like it's going to be the rest of your life and it's not. And I promise. <laughs> and everything's going to be okay, sweetie. So we love you, sweetheart. We love you, We're sweethearts. You, sweethearts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Have a good week. <laughs>